Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Vero Valletti Flores. And I'm Miriam Soyla Perez. And we are two Latinx friends. With wildly different music tastes. And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we've got a little meneito for you, just the music that we've been feeling lately. And right now I am so happy that um, this artist is back. This is mm -hmm. El Lado Negro and the song is called Please Won't Please. excited about this song this is definitely in our yeah, Venn diagram like of it. overlap yes he's so on yeah team feeling. I mean <laughs> I, yeah I feel like this is a team feeling song oh my god you know? 100% I'm just here for these feels you yeah. know but this is so tender right it's so tender this is so tender this is so I mean it's just basically who he is yeah. El Negro is just like a, such a tender being like his music I feel like is truly a reflection of him as a person mm -hmm. like just like a fucking sweetheart mm -hmm. like remember at New Latin mm -hmm. Wave when yes. he came up to the Radio Manea yes. table and was just yes. like so sweet so I tender know. so lovely he's like a teddy bear I just want to hug him yeah yeah, yeah. And this song, I also want to hug this song, you know, <laughs> like musically, it's just gorgeous, mm -hmm. right? Like it's like sweet and soft and dreamy and calm. Um, like if I'm ever having a panic attack in your presence, you should play this song. Okay. For me, Dennis. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. That's <laughs> Hopefully an important... that I've won't never... happen. Yeah. I've never witnessed that, but. I know, I know what to do. <laughs> I've but had I'm like, like a couple in my <laughs> okay. life. That's fair. You know, but for the most all, part, yeah. it's under control. Okay, good to know. <laughs> but yeah, this song is very soothing. It's very soothing. So are you here for these feels because of what he's feeling or just how he's communicating or just because you like him? Like what makes you feel more open to this? Probably all of the above. Honestly, okay. I think okay. that like the music is like really, like I just, I really love it. It really connects with me. Mm. I think it's so just so lovely and I think that it's 
also, um, it's just like it's making a political statement, right? He says Brown won't go. Brown just mm. glows. But it's mm. also like in such a like a calm and beautiful and like positive way, right? It's not like I just my political statements are usually really angry, right? <laughs> I right. Carry a lot of rage, right? And it's Fair. just like yeah. I feel like really beautiful to just be like about resilience and and like feeling good and the beautiful parts right so I feel like that's just like so wonderful and I it really connects with me in a way that's like oh you know like there's feelings to be had mm-hmm. that are not just anger right? right like there's there's like about there's things about resilience and and um, happiness and like what's beautiful about mm. you know our experience despite everything that's fucked up mm. and so I feel like that's what what connects with me mm. I love that this, this song makes me think about like riding on a train and like looking out the window and it's like raining yeah and you're listening to the song oh and you're like God. thinking about all the things and you're just like really in your feelings makes me think about when I was in high school I took a trip to Spain with my mom and my brother for in the summer and I was like I had a lot of those moments we took like a a long train ride I hadn't done a lot of trains I think because of where I grew up and I don't know train travel in the U.S. is like pretty atrocious in comparison to other to Europe especially um anyway and I was like having some feels about some like very minor non-romantic romantic situation and yeah just doing a lot of like staring out the window listening to music and thinking about my feelings so <laughs> brings me back to that well next time you're on the train maybe when you're on the train on the Amtrak I know to I New know York for yeah. our next meeting something about it I know listen to this, listen to this. yeah I mean I hope I won't have so many feelings in that moment <laughs> I'm, I am team feelings but it's a lot you know your feelings get tiring <laughs> like sometimes you need a break yeah. I'm tired for you I can't I even know. imagine <laughs> I, I know I know I know I'm proud but oh, you know man. balance yeah. balance yeah. balance is key <laughs> the other thing about um this that I want to mention this song that I want to mention is the album art that mm-hmm. I thought was super fucking cute it's just like a picture from his childhood like birthday cake <laughs> like mm. it's just like really again a really fucking sweet just like an intimate family moment right like it's Mm. super intimate right it's just like a kid's birthday party and a cake and like just like a kid being so fucking happy because they're about to have cake right now and there's (laughs) candles on it and I just like joy I just like Mm. love everything about it it's just like an intimate moment of like family joy you know Mm. and like I think that it's a really um it really connects to the the rest of the feeling that the song has you know like Mm. there's lots of like intimate moments of joy in like Mm -hmm. our experiences and I think it's just Mm -hmm. so cute Mm -hmm. so I was really touched by the album art too it's just like oh look at you little Elalo Negro I know (laughs) is this a new album it's not it's a single it's a new single and it's gonna be from the new album which I think comes out next year awesome well maybe when his album comes out we could have him on the show I would love that. I think we should start setting that yeah, up. Yeah, because he's new. He's in D- he's in New York, right? So he is awesome. He is. Yeah, I think that would be really sweet. Yeah, definitely. Lovely. 
What did you bring? What are you feeling in this moment? Yeah. So this is a song um, that I came across when we were researching our last episode, which you all should listen to if you haven't yet, which was a best of 2018 episode. And it didn't make the cut for that episode. So I wanted to bring it today. Um, And it's called Donde Nací. And it's by Orishas and Silvestre Dangon. Donde yo nací nunca pierde el brillo La tierra donde yo nací me hace ser más niño La tierra donde yo nací huele su calla café Y la tierra donde yo nací se habla poco el inglés Ay, el inglés Soy puro taíno mezclado con vino, aceite de olivo Humo de tabaco, melarrón Mirense provino de amor clandestino Entre blanco fino y negras y marrón Mi tierra siempre me reclama Cuando llego al barrio se acabó la fama Vuelvo a ser el mismo cuando chama Como te extraño mi Habana found um when i was just googling around to look who else had like top you know songs of 2018 and there weren't a ton yet because we did it pretty early in the year but there were some like mid-year roundup um content out there about like the best songs so far in the year and this was on all latinos um they did an episode in may that was some, some of the best music so far this year and this song and i was just really mad that i didn't know that orishas had a new album did you like catch yeah, this i think that that didn't come across my radar either i know which i'm like this is really different though from what i think of mm-hmm. like what orishas is it is really different it is really different and i listened to the album and it's not like this song is representative of the whole album but it does feel like they're doing some really different things and which makes mm-hmm. sense. It's been 10 years. Like this album has been, we've been waiting for this album right. for 10 years. So you'd hope that in 10 years, you know, your music, your sound is going to evolve and change and, and flex. But yeah, this song really surprised me. Um, mm-hmm. But I also really liked it. I mean, I think they, you know, we brought Sylvester Dangon to the um, accordion episode. He's a Vallenato artist from Colombia, yeah. but also kind yeah. of like a pop artist, right? Like I think he takes Vallenato and then it inspires um, you know, kind of like um, Carlos Vives. Yeah, Carlos. Yeah, so sort of like Carlos Vives, right? Like inspired by Colombian folk music, cumbia, but then takes it into different directions. So we talked about Silvestre Dangon. So it was kind of an unexpected collaboration. I'm not sure where. Sometimes I'd love to know the story about like how do these two people connect? How do they decide to work together? Um, Orishas are a Cuban hip hop group like from the island, but they have been, I think, in Europe for the last 10 years or so um, doing their thing and recording. I think they've been in France for a good part of it. Um, but I just thought it was a really interesting collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and yeah, I mean, Dangon is a singer, not a, not the accordionist. So, you know, he's bringing sort of the, the elements through his voice. But um, but yeah, it has a very, very different sound, kind of danciness that some of the other stuff didn't have. Like, I think they're going in lots of different directions. Did you get a chance to check out the album, Beto? I didn't check out the album. No, I listened to this song, but I didn't yeah. listen to the album. Yeah, I'm going to have yeah. to 
Yeah, give you should it a check listen. it out. You should check it Before out. Before the I mean, year I'm, is out. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this came out, like, over six months ago, and I just think it didn't get any attention, which is interesting, and I don't, I'm not sure why, because Orishas is a pretty, I feel like, lauded hip-hop group, and, like, their the work that they were doing when they first came on the scene was, like, pretty... Um, people paid a lot of attention to it. So I don't, in the alt Latino piece, he says like that he feels like it just got no attention from like the American press. So that might be part of it that the U S media just like didn't even notice this. So, but yeah, I was kind of just like, how did I not know this happened? Like, where was I when this album dropped? Um, so, but yeah, I liked it, but it didn't make the cut of like top songs for this year. So I just wanted yeah. to bring it. There's a lot I of wanted, good ones. It's always I, hard yeah. to make it. There's a lot of good music. And this one, yeah, wasn't was not didn't make it to my like oft repeated list, but I definitely enjoyed it and was really curious that this that these two you know these two groups like this dude and this group like decided to collaborate. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, and if you haven't listened to our last episode, you should go back and check it out. We talked about all of our favorite music from this year. Um, you know, with the caveat, obviously, that there's still a month left of the year, and there's some people that will be putting out music. <laughs> yeah, right, um, right. But um, you know, it's it's got to be rough though to put something out in December because you know, like yeah. all the lists are coming out, and then unless like, for it's next like music, year, it's hard to consider. Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, unless it's Christmas music, right? And you're like Mariah Carey, basically, right? But, but that it. even even that, I think it's <laughs> dropped like before Thanksgiving, usually, you know, to catch the whole like Christmas season. Oh my God! The yep. whole Christmas season. Mhm, mhm. Beto's really, ex- <laughs> really excited about it. But we're gonna be talking about this more on our next episode, y'all. So, get ready. Get ready. Watch out. Get ready. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I'm just already like gearing up toward for the end of the year. I'm already just like, cool. Year's wrapping. I don't know. My, my work has slowed down a lot, which I'm grateful for. I don't like last year. I didn't get really a break at all at the end of the year. Things were still ramping up and I had stuff to do at the beginning mm-hmm. of January. So I didn't get a break. And, um, and this year, like things are already winding down and I'm really grateful. Cause I just feel like it's, it's nice to have a break when I'm not like so exhausted that I can't manage, you know, like usually I get to this point in the year. Right. Like, right. I'm but your so break is over just, it. Like, actually yeah. sleeping. Right. Or just like, I'm so desperate for it. But this time I think because of my trip in August and some other things, like I've just, I've gotten a more of a natural slowdown. So I'm really grateful. Are you taking time at the end of the year, Vero? I am. I'm going to Tulum with my nice. family. So I'm nice. going to have some beach times. Yeah. I'm also next week going to go to Miami because, um, my primo, who's like primo hermano, like we're very, very close. We lived together for um, a while growing up, and um, and we, uh, he's his partner is like in labor as we speak. Oh wow! Um, and so I'm excited to meet. Like this is my like gonna be my sobrina, okay? Because mm. my triflonas sisters aren't trying to have kids either. So oh, really? so this is my three, person. This is gonna three be three kids. Like, Three daughters and your parents couldn't get a grandchild. <laughs> I know, pobrecitos. I feel they abs- they're devastated. Are they? Oh, I mean, I feel like the statistically that's pretty unusual. You know, it's unusual. Yeah, my little, my youngest sister, who's like about to turn twenty nine, like might yet want to have kids, maybe. Right. But right, um, me and my and my middle sister like are both right. like, no, thank no. you, miss me with that. Yeah, I just I mean, want to be a tia. It's something you I really have to. I just want to be a tia. 
you really have to want it. You know, I, I think people really should only do it if they really want it because it's such a life changing thing, you know? So I wouldn't want, I don't want ambivalent folks having kids. Um, so I'm glad that y'all are clear, but so you're going to be at the, uh, Basically, yeah, right? I'm gonna be at the uh, and I'm, yeah. so I'm gonna go to Miami. I'm gonna get away from this fucking brick ass bullshit that's happening right now in New York. It is so fucking cold. Is it? I like. I'm surprised every year somehow. Yeah, I'm know. like. It's I'm like. Terrible. Why are you surprised? It's it's almost winter. I'm, I shouldn't be. I'm just like horrified. Yeah, it's the one thing you don't like about New York. Yeah, yeah. I feel like winter. I wish that I'd like fallen in love with a city that was warmer, but here we are. Yeah, real, real. So are you and your are you and Isha like in a closed shop for a little while at the end of the year? Yeah, well Isha's going to her brother's getting married in India and she's gonna mm. be in India for like three okay. weeks. So she's right. bouncing like September yeah. or December seventeenth. Yeah. And then um is gonna be out for some of January, though like working a little bit from there towards the end of the trip. Right. Got once it. the wedding festivities are all over. Yep. I think this is something people don't realize if you've never been self-employed or owned your own business, but like you don't really get time off. Like you can't, it's really hard to take time off <clears throat> because um, you're not working for some big company where other people can like pick up the slack. Like it's just you. And if you don't work, you don't get paid. Right. And so I've, right. I've been self-employed for most of my adult life. And like usually the last two weeks of the year, like the only time that I can really swing in a more legitimate way because so many other people are also kind of slowing down, you know? Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. That's how, I mean, that's how I sort of work at it. Right. It's like everybody else is slowing down. So I'm just like taking the time, but some, there's definitely like last Christmas, I was like on the phone on like, you know, January 1st or like, you know, like yeah. Yeah, December 28th or whatever, yeah. like yeah. taking a fucking call because I know. that's what my client needed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was in a similar situation last year and I'm really glad that there's, there's nothing like that this year. So I can actually yeah. just like take some time. So I'm going to be spending actually like two weeks in North Carolina. Um, and my mom and brother and I rented a house in Asheville for a couple days, which should be cute. So we're going to go to Asheville and like hang out and I'm going to do some writing. I'm trying to finish this. I think I told everybody on Riley Mania that I finished a YA novel earlier this year, like a few months ago that I was working on when I was in Mexico and I've gotten some feedback from folks, which is exciting. And so I'm going to um, try to finish the last draft and then I'm going to be shopping it to agents in the new year. So that's really exciting. Hey. So, yeah. Wish me luck, y'all. Trying to join the, trying to join the YA train. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm going to do like a little bit of work on that. YA then, means young adult, by the yeah, way, if sorry. you don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know that if it wasn't for you because <laughs> I don't read that shit. But right, I don't read right. your book. <laughs> YA is young adult. I mean, I just feel like it's it's so crossed over, right? Like Harry Potter, I Hunger mean, Games. I read the I mean, Hunger Games. That's right. it, though. That's, I don't that's read other. Yeah. I think yeah, it's also, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's crossed over in terms of movies. Like there's just so much movie content now that's coming from young adult books and stuff. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, so I'm excited about kind of getting a little bit more time to sort of wrap that project. And I've gotten really, really positive feedback from the people who've read it, which just makes me super, makes my heart sing. So, so yeah, we'll see. Um, that's my that's my plan for the year. So I'm really already doing like the kind of a lot of admin stuff. I like to try and like clean house before the year starts in like all the ways. Mm. So it's like my, literally my house is clean. Like I like to do laundry and like sweep and mop, like all of it. Um, and also like my inbox is empty. Like I'm not, I try not to leave a lot of things like pending, um, or hanging from the year before. It's like a mm. helpful thing for me. So that's, those are my plans. Nice. Even, even though I know it's still only just early December y'all, but we're, we're jumping ahead. No, that's what you got to do. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what's your last song for this minute? My last song for this minute is by an artist we've brought before. Her name is Carolina Camacho, and this is a new one from her. It's called Tingo. <laughs> sort of just like a feminist fucking anthem thank you carolina camacho for this mm-hmm. um if you um haven't heard of her before she's um a dominican artist she's afro-dominican and um makes a lot of like really cool um music that uh sort of blends uh pop and electronic with uh with dominican rhythms and um, so this song is um, really sort of in line with some of the stuff that she's done. Although I think that this one, the production on this, I feel like is just so interesting. I was really struck by it. Just like the tambores and then the electronic right. elements yeah. and the harmonies. I think it's a really, really cool sound. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty weird. It's pretty yeah, weird. yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's so, like, it's like very like folk, but then manages to still like be like you know like add like your weirdo twist i think it's really cool um and it's the lyrically it's a song about how basically people are really bothered by women who act unbound by like the stupid conventions we're supposed to be bound by and she's like a ti te molesta mi seguridad a ti te molesta that like i'm chill you know that um that i have a voice um and um, I think the really cool part of this song is that it's named after Mama Tingo, who um, was an Afro-Dominican activist um, who uh, fought against the plunder of rural farmers' land in Ato Viejo under Balaguer. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, her community of farmers had been working on this land for ages, and then some dude came in, like some landowner guy, and was like, actually, I own this land and y'all got to get out. And she and there was this whole like movement that rose up of like, you know, like we've been working this land for like, you know, over half of a century. Like, what are you doing here? You can't just come and take this now. Mm. Um, And she she like died defending that land. Right. Participating in the farm workers rights movement. She was shot by um, by an employee of that landowner. Um, Mm. And I I think 
it's just like the cool thing about music like this is that like I didn't know who she was, right? Like I just learned this because of this song. Yeah, me neither. I didn't know that history. Yeah. Yeah. What an amazing thing to do for people, right? To like be right. like, here's a song about this. I'm going to name it this. Right. And then we'll be like, huh, what's that about? And like teach folks about historical figures like... You know, right. like an older Afro-Dominican woman who was a farm worker activist who like was like, no, you're no, you're standing up for her fucking land. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Like those folks are often written out of history books or like not even considered for history books or even mainstream like oral history telling. Right. right. So um, I'm really grateful to Carolina Camacho for doing that. You know, like respect. This is awesome. Yeah. And she's Dominican, right? She is. She's Afro-Dominican. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And this is a newer song of hers? Mm-hmm. It just came out, I think, early November. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm yeah. into it. And I just, like, I super appreciated the time to, like, be able to, like, look into mm-hmm. just this, you know, like, the movement and Mama Tingo and, like, learn, right? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. What a what a cool opportunity. Yeah. I mean, music is, is a lot, for a long time, been part of oral history, right? Like, that's where, the way some stories have been kind of preserved and told and passed forward is through music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's such a, it's so cool. It's such a huge responsibility sometimes like as an artist, it's like, you know, you could make songs about like just like your personal experiences. And I think that those are really valuable too. Right. I think that a lot of times like sharing what your personal experiences and what you're going through is really helpful to other people who um, are sharing and going through the same thing. But I also really appreciate, like, the storytelling genres, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, in that sense, I feel like the like the, there's there's genres that, like, really focus on um, mm-hmm. storytelling. Like, you know, like, traditionally hip-hop maybe less right. now, but... Right. Or, like, country, you know? And, like, there's, like, yeah. lots of other um, right. genres that, uh, you know, just, like, tell people's stories. And I think that's right. so cool. Yeah, I think there's something about pop that in in trying to be like a universal something people universally connect to can lose a lot of like specificity or historical reference, right? Like so much of the music, popular music in this that I listen to in this world is like just about, you know, relationships in a very general way or something, right? Like we can all connect to versus something that has such specificity and historical connection. It's just such another it's like a whole other layer, you know? Yeah. I wanted to ask you, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but I know you did this event last night with, um, about me too, but it seems like from your booze, like Instagram stories that you talked a lot about music. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was about like creative, uh, responses to mm-hmm. me too. Our friend, um, Stephanie Alvarado invited me to be on the panel because mm-hmm. she's a program director at the, over at the Freelancers Hub and she mm-hmm. um, gets to like make decisions about like what the programming is it's there. So, cool. so she wanted to, yeah, it's super fucking cool. She's doing like really awesome stuff there. And she was like, you know, do you want to talk about like Me Too and also like how you've thought about it creatively? Also like in the sense of like, how do you talk about social justice in terms of the pol- the podcast, right? Like how do you mm-hmm. bring that shit, right? So I got to talk mm-hmm. about Evie Queen you know mm, nice and consent jams um, quiero bailar consent <laughs> right. jams of the century there was like yeah. this one latina in the audience who was like freaked out with me so i was like you Aww. know Aww. only one <laughs> only one <laughs> i mean there were other Bummer. people that like yeah. knew but like one person that freaked out you yeah. know that like was yeah. like you know lifted their arms and yeah. whatever <laughs> love it love it i appreciate those people <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. One thing that I was thinking about, I I got invited. I do, you know, I do these speaking gigs. You do speaking gigs too, but um, about politics and my reporting and whatever. And I've started like Mm -hmm. making playlists to play like before, you know, when people are coming in and you're just like waiting, like before the talk happens, which just has been a really lovely revelation because it just makes my, I'm so much happier because I'm listening to music that I love. And then it's like getting to sort of impart that. So I don't, somebody asked me to do that for an event a few months ago. And I was like, wow, why didn't I think about this like years ago? Like, it's such a nice, um, it's a, you know, it feels like I'm sharing something that's like music that I love, but also just helps like lift my mood and hopefully some other people's in the room who enjoy it too. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. I, um, I got to, um, I got asked by, um, my beloved folks at Mijente to make a playlist oh, wow. uh, to share out with members for, for <laughs> folks like when they're traveling, you know, Damn. like, you know, That's so awesome. I made like a six hour playlist uh. <laughs> for Mijente members That's and, so cool. um, c- collaboratively with like a, you know, a couple of other folks on staff mm-hmm. and it was, um, it's really just like a great way to contribute. You know, it's like people are traveling from all over the country yeah. to like, you know, last weekend, like go to San Antonio and, um, right. meet up and, you know, like work together and throw down together. And it was, um, you know, it's just like a sweet thing to be able to, to, to do and to pull off. Um, oh, I so like, basically stopped all of the actual work that I was doing and I was yeah. like, I'm going to do this for you right now because it's right. more fun than any of what right. other things that I'm right. doing. Right. I love that. I love that. All the ways in which we're bringing this to other parts of our work. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Totally. Is it a public playlist? Um, probably. Yeah, you can find it on my Spotify. Should we share it in the show notes? Yeah, yeah, we'll share it in the show notes. Also, like, share. if you are, if most of our listeners are Latinx, and this is just a plug. Mm-hmm. Like, look into yeah. me, gente. We're mm-hmm. like doing really awesome shit. You know, if you want to be a part of a progressive movement, like become mm-hmm. a member and see what's what we're about. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, we're just like really trying to like organize and come at things from the left and, you know, have conversations that other people aren't having. Right. Or other yeah. like Latinx groups are sort of yeah. slacking on. So, sure. you know, just trying to out, be out here being like, you know, really like pro-woman, pro-poor, pro-queer, pro-trans, you know, like pro-black, like very mm-hmm. explicitly all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. And and just like throwing down to to make make shit right. So if you think organizing under, you know, the Latinx umbrella might be a thing that you want to do and is useful to you, then come, come on over, check it out. That's my yeah. plug. Yeah, I love that. I've been planning on becoming a member, so y'all can join me um, in becoming a member. I think it's it's hey. really important work. Hey, and we're not getting paid for this plug. Hey, although me hence yeah, if no, you want not. to. It's all free. It's all like for <laughs> feeling, you know. Right, exactly. I believe in it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy what we're listening to right now. And as always, all the information about these songs, including their videos, are in our show notes at rallymanea.com. Yeah, and go ahead and follow us on social media. We've got all sorts of things for you. We're like trying to figure out whether Huanga's really coming back. You know? <laughs> Beto's really <We're> invested <laughs> in this. <laughs> yeah, Beto's really invested in Huanga's revival, and I'm like, I don't even know how to feel about it. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how to feel. I'm ready. I'm ready here's, for Huanga okay, to return, you know? I'm here's ready my, to forgive you. Here's my fear the date's going to come and go and we're not going to know either way because the manager's going to say something else that's like wild. 
<laughs> and it's just going to continue to be a I thing. I just feel like he's out there. And if like December 15th didn't happen, it was like, why? Like his outfit didn't come back in time for the dry cleaners. <laughs> Got to push it back. I mean, that's what's going to happen. It's gonna, the banner's going to be like, oh, this happened or that. Because he was already sharing wild details about like diabetes and his foot. I mean, what crazy <gasps> wild things. So anyway, but I, I do appreciate you and Eddie's like commitment to the to the Wanga comeback. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. Follow us. Follow Check us, us out on social if you want to know what the heck we're Check talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you still have a little bit of time. Our flash sale is over. Thanks to everybody who um, participated. But you still have time if you want to get something from our tienda for one of your friends or booze or loved ones. I think they would all make really good stocking stuffers. So you have to just have to order before December 18th if you want to get it in time for Navidad. So you've got another week or so to get those orders in and um, you can find the information about our tienda in our show notes and also at radimenea.com just click on the tab tienda thank you so much for listening hasta la próxima gently my mistake